Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. century England, a vast network of child slavery existed, where children were kidnapped and sold into child prostitution. Now, this extremely secretive network would still be uncovered today had it not been for the Salvation Army and its founder, General William Booth's daughter-in-law, who worked diligently to uncover a hideous network that worked to get, to obtain young children into the sex, sex slavery trade. Had it not been for this Christian group, the Salvation Army, this satanic system would have continued silently and unexposed for many more generations. You know, Satan is working, my friends, behind the scenes, secretly, and often unnoticed. <clears throat> That's why there is a command in Holy Scripture to expose the unfruitful deeds of darkness. The satanic silence needs to be broken. We need to expose the dark satanic practices and rituals that operate in secret societies, in secret groups that are not only involved in occultic practices, but human trafficking, drug trafficking, prostitution, operating pornographic rings, all kinds of criminal syndicates operate within these secret societies. And we need to expose their dark, satanic practices. <clears throat> As one noted author wrote, quote, This same child sex trade is active again today in major cities across the world. Children are kidnapped, bought, and sold into slavery for satanic ritual sacrifice or for sexual perversion, close quote. Did you notice that he had mentioned, this author that I just quoted to you, had just mentioned that many are sold into slavery, not only for sexual perversion, but also for satanic ritual sacrifice. Surprise, don't be, my friends. One of Satan's darkest secrets, and he loves secrets, is his vast, and it is vast, don't think otherwise. It's a vast network of Satanists 
people in league with the Antichrist, the agenda of the Antichrist, that participate in gruesome satanic rituals. All you have to do, if you don't believe me, just look on the web of some of the satanic groups that exist in our world, in our day. And you'll find on their websites related links to other groups that are spread throughout the globe. It's an international problem that we have. Of course, with the advent of the Internet, it is easier now than ever before to network and to communicate. You may say this is all cons- this is all just conspiracy, and but if you look at the scriptures, and if you are a child of the living God, you'll find just looking at the book of Psalms, just look at the Psalms alone, there are chap- there, there are numerous passages, chapter after chapter, where the psalmist speaks of how evil people. Evil men conspire. The word they use is conspire against the righteous. There is a conspiracy. There are conspiracies. There is a conspiracy against, in particular, the righteous. I know here in the Dallas area, the Dallas Morning News reported not that long ago that human trafficking is growing. According to the article, quote, trafficking in people is now the fastest growing business of organized crime. And it's being run by new, barely understood networks that have sidelined traditional criminal syndicates, close quote. Satan is concealing his evil. And he's using these various groups, these secret societies, to carry out his atrocities, his works. The Director General, some years ago, of the U.N. Office for Drug Control and Crime Prevention indicated that, quote, 200 million plus people may be in some way under the sway or in the hands of traffickers worldwide, close quote. 200 million people, my friends. We're speaking of hundreds of millions of people. I mean, are you to tell me that none of these traffickers are Satanists or in league with the Antichrist who desire humans for their participation in Satanic rituals and ceremonies? This director also estimated that more than, quote, 30 million plus women and children may have been trafficked within and from Southeast Southeast Asia for sexual purposes and sweatshop labor, close quote. Now we hear third world rebels systematically torturing groups of people. The doctors here in North America participating in the satanic child sacrifice ritual known as partial birth abortion and other abortion practices But yet many still find it hard to believe that there are groups of Satanists participating in gruesome rituals. Think about it. Just just Google abortion. Look at what the abortionists do within the womb to the innocent baby. Everybody would acknowledge abortion exists. It's hideous. It's satanic. 
It's cruel. It's sadistic. But people find it hard to believe that there's Satanists participating in gruesome rituals. It's ridiculous to think that. It's irrational. I'm hoping this broadcast, this presentation tonight, will open your ears, open your eyes to the reality of satanic rituals that operate, the evil that exists in secret societies and secret groups that are located throughout the world. May the light of Jesus Christ shine in this realm of deep darkness, resulting in exposing this extreme evil that we encounter in secret societies on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate, trying to count up how many times that Paul, one of the greatest Jesus freaks ever, escaped death. Several times, angry mobs tried to stone him. Once, he was even left for dead. Paul was bitten by a poisonous snake, robbed, thrown in jail a bunch of times, shipwrecked three times, and spent a whole night adrift at sea. He survived floods, starvation, and five separate whippings. Paul wasn't afraid to die. He even wrote, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But God had bigger plans. God used Paul to reach the Gentiles, encourage and challenge churches, write much of the New Testament, and be an example to you and I of how to trust and obey God's plan, no matter what. Will you stand with the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks from The Voice of the Martyrs. Yoon was an eager and curious teenager in China in the 1950s. When he heard about a book that told how to get to heaven, Yoon walked 35 miles to read it. As a new believer, he walked from village to village sharing the gospel. When the police tried to arrest him, Yoon recalled reading in 1 Samuel 21 that David had once pretended to be crazy to escape his enemies. So Yoon did the same thing, making such a spectacle that the police laughed and let him go. Yoon would later be arrested and tortured for his faith, but he would always remain crazy for Jesus. For more from The Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. encountered evil in these secret societies, in these secret groups. As a family, we still can't believe, for example, that we all posed for a picture 
under, literally under an inverted pentagram. When my loved one was initiated in a top post in one secret society, up in a pentagram, my friends, which universally speaking has been used as a satanic symbol for generations. And here we were, the Bartlett family, posing under a pentagram symbol in this meeting hall just moments after my loved one's initiation as a most worshipful master. That was his title, most worshipful master. You know, there are countless groups in our day, in our age, that are shrouded in mystery and yet carry out their deeds behind closed doors. So why do people join secret societies, secret groups? Why do they? You know, there are many factors, I believe. And I believe one major factor is a generational one. It's a generational one. I know on my, in my family, on my father's side, we're speaking of multiple generations of involvement in Freemasonry and the Knights Templar and other secret groups and societies. And the generational curse of mind control grips the minds of each generation and compels the present generation to be involved. There's a a demonic compulsion. There's a demonic spiritual element that is present, that compels people, that drives people to be involved. By the grace of God, by only the grace and the mercy and the love and the power of Jesus Christ, I was able to break the curse. I have been set free. I have been liberated by the blood of Jesus Christ from this satanic curse. But the satanic curse was very real. My father, his father, his grandfather, and so on and so forth. Generation after generation after generation, the curse traveled. And by the mercy of God, I broke the satanic curse. Of secret societies. Now there are other factors I believe. And I believe Arthur David Bay was correct in noting. That quote. A major reason men have traditionally joined secret societies in the past 4,000 years. Is that they've been promised great and valuable knowledge. Which must be kept securely preserved within the confines of the society. Members were taught that this hidden secret knowledge was so special the masses of people could not possibly comprehend them under any circumstances. This hidden knowledge was both spiritual and temporal. Close quote. I believe people are tempted all the time by the devil to obtain some secret revelation or knowledge via these secret societies, thereby, thereby Believing a lie, my friends. For true wisdom comes from God and His Word. 
For Jesus once said, Thy word is the truth. You find truth in his word. And he is the word. Not through some secret society. You know, the Holy Scriptures teach very clearly that fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. The Son of God even promised, but make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves. For I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. That's a beautiful promise in Luke chapter 21. Jesus promises to give us wisdom. So why? Why, my friends? Why attempt to find some so-called secret wisdom in these groups when Jesus, God in the flesh, promised, he's promised to give us his children, to give his children what you you and I are, his wisdom. Besides, does not the Holy Scriptures teach, teach us very clearly to not to deceive ourselves? If, If any of you thinks he is wise by the standards of this age, he should become a fool. So that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As it is written, he catches the wise in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise are futile. It's pretty clear. The wisdom of this world, which the secret societies, that's how they seduce people. That's how they lure people with the wisdom, with the knowledge, with the mysteries that they that they have, that they want to dispense to you. But in God's Word, in the reality of things, it's foolishness. So why go to fo- Why not be wise in the eyes of God? By giving up your whole entire life. That's right. The call of Jesus Christ is about surrender. It's about total commitment. It's about dedication, following the Lord Jesus Christ and being his disciple, laying everything down, everything that you wanted to do in life, the power that you wanted to obtain, the wealth that you wanted to obtain, the career, the possessions that you wanted, lay everything down and serve Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's a serious call. And very few, Jesus says, will find eternal life. That's what the Word of God says. Broad is the, is the gate that leads to destruction, and many go through that gate. But narrow is the gate to the, that leads to life, and very few find it and go through that gate. Jesus is the gate. He is the door. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him. My friends, secret societies are governed by demonic powers that seek to keep its members spiritually enslaved and darkened. Oh, I, I, I've experienced that firsthand. I know that secret societies are governed by strong evil spirit powers. I still remember the day very well in my mind, even as I'm speaking to you on this broadcast, this live presentation, I have the memory. 
I can recall what happened when I was a little boy. I recall what happened when I was a little boy with my parents, with my sister. When we entered what I view and my sister viewed, even to this day, every once in a while, my sister and I will joke about our experience and talk about what happened. We joke. We joke. We, we referred to the place that we we entered as little children as the death death chamber. That's what it felt like walking into a chamber of death. The people were spiritually dead. Dead. The heaviness, the oppression, the satanic environment was vibrant, was alive. It was sick, disgusting, and dark. It was a it was a Masonic meeting in the temple in Fort Myers, Florida. We were just little children. And I remember we had to get dressed up in our Sunday best to be present at this meeting. Now, we weren't allowed behind the closed doors of the other meetings that took place that day. But we were present for one of them. We had a luncheon. And the environment was thick with demonic power. I've been at the rituals. I saw my dad take off. I had to take off his shirt, submit to a sword to his chest, being blindfolded, repeating bloody satanic oaths, calling upon demonic powers, conjuring up the powers of this age, the satanic powers of this age, going into chambers, kneeling before altars, some truly frightening spirit as a little boy remember trying to process this is 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 very difficult even from a spirit especially from a spiritual standpoint so i know what these secret societies involve i grew up in in a family that was involved you know all of these groups the Wosha christians the freemasons the Knights Templar. I can go on and on and on. All of these groups call for an allegiance to their philosophy and ideals. Scientology would be one. We hear because of some famous actors and actresses that that come out of Hollywood. Many of them are involved in Scientology. They're often in the news. These groups call for an allegiance to their philosophy and ideals. Others call upon their members to maintain bloody oaths. Perhaps you're listening to this broadcast, and somebody in your family, an ancestor, a grandparent, an uncle, an aunt, a great-grandfather that you knew of when you were a little child, was there somebody in your family that was involved in Freemasonry? in the Eastern Star Movement, in Demo Lay, in the Rainbow Girls. There's so many. <clears throat> the Shriners, the Rosicrucians. Did some of them commit the sin of repeating a bloody oath? 
a satanic promise? Has somebody bowed before an altar? Some ancestor that opened the door to your bloodline, to unclean spirits, to satanic power. And as a result of their involvement, their participation in the evil of secret societies, they came in to their body, into their soul. And perhaps if they're not if they were not believers, into their very spirit nature. And they entered the blood. And they passed on from generation after generation after generation. Have you broken the curse? That's the question tonight. Have you broken the satanic curse? There's even some secret societies that call for the worship of false gods. You know, the U.S. State Department revealed on their website not that long ago detailing a report on female genital mutilation or female genital cutting that in Western Africa, the customary, quote, the customary power bases of women in Sierra Leone lie in the secret societies. Women who administer puberty rights are revered, feared, and believed to hold supernatural powers. It's said the membership in these secret societies last a lifetime. Groups of girls approximately the same age are initiated into these societies, these secret societies. Part of the ritual is cutting. Girls are initiated together to form a bond, and, their, and the sisterhood lasts throughout their lives. Sounds like many fraternities and sororities here in the U.S. Perhaps you have joined, or you did join a fraternity, made an oath in a sorority. You have brought a satanic curse upon your life. Don't think it just happens in Africa. It happens in Australia. It happens in Canada. It happens in Europe. It happens in the United States. But it's interesting. Here here in Africa, these girls take an oath that they will never reveal anything that happened during the puberty rite. It is believed that once initiated into the society, the girl has passed into womanhood. That she some, somehow has adult status and can participate in society as a woman. Some members of the influential elite, who are also members of the society, support the secret societies or have relatives who are. Non-members of the secret societies are considered to be children and not accepted by adults, as adults by society. They're generally banned from taking up leadership positions in Sierra Leone society. Children who come of age and have not gone through the puberty rite are liable to be forcibly seized to undergo the procedure. In working with ex-child combatants, it was found that a number of the female ex-combatants sought membership in the secret societies as a form of self-protection evidence that they were integrating into society, close quote. Now, these secret societies, my friends, and Sierra Leone in Western Africa are prevalent and are keeping many young people bound. But there is freedom, and I'm here to tell you, my friends, I don't care where you're listening to this broadcast, what kind of secret societies exist. 
You may be trapped in one right now. Perhaps you have a family member that's entrapped. There is freedom and liberation in Jesus Christ. In Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. In the Lord Jesus Christ who loves you. Who cares for you so much. And for your family. Perhaps you have been involved in a secret society. And you have verbally pronounced a bloody oath. Or some other kind of oath. I want you to hear me tonight. I want you to hear me. Very clearly. I want you to know that you can be free. You can be free. What I'm speaking of is a, just not merely theory. It's I'm speaking from the heart as somebody who's encountered evil in secret societies. Who has been set free from the influences of secret societies. And you can be too. And I would encourage you to do what my dear loved one did and what I did. And I'm going to lead you step by step on how to be set free from a practical level. How to be set free from a secret society. We're going to take a quick break. And after this brief intermission, I'll be back to lead you to freedom in the name of Jesus.
Loud Shrieking in Blankenheim. Loud Shrieking in Blankenheim. As many of you know, one of the things I do in my life, and I've spent more than 25 years doing this, and that is I am an exorcist. I perform exorcisms throughout the world. I was recently in India performing Mass deliverance, where literally in one meeting alone, there were estimates of 700 people being set free from evil spirits. Demons were being exercised, cast out, driven out in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, tomorrow, I'm not going to talk about India. I'm going to be talking about my experiences and Europe, in particular in Germany, in particular in the village of Blankenheim, where my wife and I performed exorcisms, and there, there was no doubt many demons present in Blankenheim, because we dealt with them, and they were shrieking very loudly. And I want to talk about our experiences there tomorrow night, as we as we've titled the show, Loud Shrieking in Blankenheim. And the following night, on Sunday night, we'll be discussing our exorcism experiences in Trinidad, on the island nation of Trinidad. There's some exciting shows that we have lined up, that we have planned. And these shows are about reaching people. First and foremost, to reach people with the love of Jesus Christ, to let them know to not be fearful, but that they can have, they can have victory over Satan through Jesus Christ. They can have peace with God. They can finally make peace with God through Jesus. And then we want to see people set free, their hearts healed, their bodies healed, and them to be raised up to be warriors, freedom fighters for the Lord Jesus Christ. That is our mission. It's very, very simple, but very clear very clean mission, concise, 
It's about proclaiming the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, the full gospel, which involves not only salvation, but deliverance, healing of the body and the heart, and raising an army, a spiritual army, that will crisscross this world and every continent to war against the powers of darkness, to set the captives free in the name of Jesus Christ. That is what this ministry is about, and that's what I'm about. Tonight we're talking about encountering evil in secret societies. Perhaps you have a loved one that's been involved in Freemasonry. Perhaps you were involved. Perhaps you are involved. You need to get out. Now, the very first thing you need to do is be born again. <laughs> I, could do, I could lead you in all kinds of prayers of deliverance, which are very important. But you must be born again. It's very simple. A child can understand. God loves you. God cares for your soul. So much that he sent his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for your sins. He, imagine that for a moment. He took, now you've sinned. We've all sinned to come short of the glory of God. And you deserve to be punished because of your sin. That's what a righteous God demands, you to be punished. But, but in God's love, his mercy, his grace, he offered his son to take your punishment. He died in your place. So you wouldn't have to die and go to hell. That's the good news. That's the gospel. Jesus going to the cross on your behalf and taking your sin, taking your generational curses and nailing them to the cross. His blood is able to free you tonight. And that's the good news. His blood is able to free you. That makes me very excited to know that the blood of Jesus here in a moment is going to set you free from the satanic curse of secret societies and personal sin. And Jesus, he was buried after he died, but he rose again from the dead. He resurrected from the dead. He is alive, my friends. He's alive. He's a risen Jesus Christ, and he is Lord. Jesus is Lord, and Satan is defeated. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, shall be delivered, and you can be set free in the name of Jesus tonight. We're, we are very fortunate and honored to have listeners on every continent of this world. People listen in all the time to these broadcasts on the, on the archive programming. And people are being set free. People are being educated. People are being raised up. People are being trained and equipped to being warriors. It's amazing, this outreach. Many thousands and thousands are listening in every month. And you're listening in by the grace of God. And God wants me to tell you that he loves you. God loves you. He's not angry with you. In fact, the Bible says he's abounding in love. He's slow to anger, and he does not treat us as our sins deserve. But you must repent. You must turn to Jesus Christ tonight. I just want you right now, wherever you're listening to this broadcast, say, Jesus, set me free. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Forgive me, God, of all my sins. Cleanse me in Jesus' name. And like I said, 
And if you've been involved in secret societies, I want you to renounce your involvement of this secret society and pray for the Lord to remove any demonic curse upon your life in the name of Jesus. Now, just simply pray with me. I want you to say, Jesus, Lord Jesus, I renounce. This could be very simple. I renounce my involvement. Come on, say it. I renounce my involvement in any group that rejects you, and I separate myself from them. And in the authority of Jesus Christ in his blood, I command every spirit behind secret societies, behind the rituals, behind the oaths to be broken, every generational curse to be broken from my mother's side, from my father's side, every involvement in secret societies, and I command these spirits to go, come out of me, out in the name of Jesus Christ, and I command every spirit, every spirit, every secret society spirit, come out now. Every antichrist spirit, come out of out of her, out of her, come out in the name of Jesus Christ. Come out, quickly, go, go. Now, I want you to hold, because many of these secret societies have nooses, that's in, that involves nooses, that they've placed nooses around their necks and bloody oaths, promising that they would never reveal the secrets. Your ancestor may have placed a noose, a spiritual noose upon you that's been passed down through the bloodline. I want you to take that noose and take it off now. Go ahead. Grab like if there was a noose around your neck, and just grab it by the name of Jesus Christ, by the blood of Jesus. Grab it and throw it to the cross. Jesus sets you free. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Respiratory problems, go in Jesus' name. I command every demon to go. Leave their presence now in Jesus' name. Now in Jesus' name. Go by the blood of Jesus. Come on. Leave the people right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Set them free. Now many now many of you are setting being set free. If you need some assistance, I want you to email me tonight. J at J Bartlett.org. J A Y at J Bartlett.org. And let me know how we can assist you. And by the way, I would encourage you to, to attend one of our meetings. Two meetings I want to talk about. We have a lot of meetings coming up in New York City in Buffalo, and in Montreal, Quebec, and Los Angeles. But the two I want to focus on right now is August 18th and August 19th. August 18th, Saturday, Washington, D.C. The service starts at 4 o'clock, August 19th, Church of the Cross Public Deliverance uh, Service in Waco, Texas. Service starts at 5 p.m., 18th and 19th. Make plans to be at these meetings. You can find more information at my website, jbartlett.org jbartlett.org I bless you my friends in the name of the Father of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen